Hey guys, I'm Richard Fitzgerald. This is Dubai Works, where we interview the business leaders making a difference in this great city. This week's interview is about the transport sector and with the trends that are happening in transport at the moment, plus the traffic on the streets that we see in Dubai, it's quite a timely interview. As it as is, Dubai is so busy at the moment and the business world is no different. Uh, a lot of people are planning their Q4 events and conferences and things like that. At the weekend, I attended the Irish Business Network Business Conference, an annual event that they host. Uh, and then that evening, I attended the Business Excellence Leadership Awards uh, in uh, Silicon Oasis. Uh, lots of things you'll see on Smashy Business, uh, Instagram and on the website and the app is things like uh, Fuse, a digital assets infrastructure platform raised 14 million in funds. We see lots of other headlines with uh, companies like uh, Saudi Arabia officially launching a startup hub uh, and lots of other companies in the news as well, Bergine Holdings, Red Sea Development, lots of announcements out of Egypt, uh, money laundering things in, in Dubai, uh, Blinks an app launched, uh, media app launch, uh, ChatGPT available in address. So there's so much news there that you can check out as always on Smashy. Uh, lots of stuff happening with iPhone being released uh, today as well. So do check that out and enjoy the conversation. Welcome back to another episode of Dubai Works Business Podcast. This week, we are joined by Khaled Nusebe. He's the CEO at Hala. He, Dubai's most affordable and convenient e-hailing taxi solution. And we'll talk exactly what e-hailing is and the story of Hala, transportation industry, and all the exciting things that are happening in Dubai and the UAE and looking ahead with Hala. Good morning, Khaled. Good morning, Richard. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, so Hala, what is it? Well, it's actually uh, Hala started in uh, 2019 as a joint venture between the RTA and, and Kareem. And it, the, the service that we essentially provide is uh, the e-hail uh, service for, uh, for taxi. And we provide the most affordable e-hail uh, ride in Dubai without compromising on, uh, on, on quality. Uh, essentially, you know, uh, we've managed to really change the way uh, people, uh, you know, get into a taxi and, and, and go from whereabouts and, and start moving around the city. Uh, we're able to really uh, improve on the, the, the experience that uh, customers, uh, uh, you know, uh, have when they're using a taxi by being able to uh, uh, give them the capability to plan their journey, know when uh, their ride is essentially coming. Uh, know how long it will take for them to get to their destination, know how long their trip is going to uh, cost them. And, you know, today we've, we've seen uh, tremendous uh, success and adoption uh, amongst customers. And we've been really uh, able to elevate the level of service that is uh, provided uh, in the taxi sector uh, in Dubai. Uh, and as you could see, you know, we, we, we have a, a big, big role to play when it comes down to the uh, mobility side uh, uh, of Dubai and, and being part of different mobility uh, uh, modes, uh, as they say. And, and uh, I think um, 
it's very interesting to see how you know e-hailing is really just fitted in with the rest of the the, the transport se- uh, s- uh, sector uh, in Dubai and keep the city moving essentially. Exactly, yeah, and you know, for someone who's been here over a decade, the, the speeds, no pun intended, the change of mobility and the city and transport is ob- obviously fascinating. You know, RTA themselves do an amazing job on many things, but to, to differentiate, like, how do you? How did it come about? Because we, you know, we, we know of the taxi service and Dubai has always had a good taxi service. And then if you call ride hailing or the, the apps and the sort of smart mobility that sort of evolved in different ways, at what point was it decided that an e-hailing JV was needed and how did that come about? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good point. I mean, as you, as you said, the Dubai taxi has really been up there in terms of setting the right standard for many taxis around the world in terms of the right level of service and the right level of safety and and and, and comfort as well, right? Um, and at some point, I think the RTA was really uh, thinking of how do we take this up one notch? How do we go uh, in line with the, the latest uh, of what's happening in, in, in the mobility sector around the world? And actually, it was just a natural uh, kind of evolution to move from just a taxi service that was, you know, people could street hail uh, in Dubai to uh, allowing customers to e-hail from any part of Dubai. There, Obviously, Dubai was growing, it was a city that um, it was getting more and more complex in terms of covering the entire uh, geography of, of Dubai. And this is where e-hailing really can, could add lots and lots of value in the sense that, you know, you could be sitting in area as far away as, you know, the Arabian ranches or even further out in terms of town square or even more remote areas and still be able to e-hail mm. a taxi, whatever you are at whatever time of the day uh, you were in, uh, with, you know, uh, a, 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 a very short amount of, of time. So obviously e-hailing brought about the convenience aspect of being able to get a taxi, whatever you were at any time of the day, uh, uh, you know, even if you were in a brand new area that just recently launched, you were able to find a taxi. So essentially, if I am on the Kareem app and I book a Hala taxi via Kareem, that's an RTA cab that comes... Correct. So why was a, a JV needed? It, would that Could that have worked as a partnership and could that have said RTA Taxi rather than Hala and a brand? I think one of the many success factors of Hala has been the fact that this is a uh, joint venture between the RTA, which has done an amazing job so far at really coming up with one of the best taxi services in uh, in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people always talk about whatever I, uh, I, I, I travel uh, in the region, uh, people say, oh, you know, Dubai's taxi, Dubai's taxi, because they, they obviously understand there's a very good level of service that's been established there. And I think obviously RTA has done an amazing job there. Uh, and then obviously, uh, Kareem, which has been a, uh, a company that has really pioneered uh, e-hailing uh, within the region and, and has, you know, done tremendous success uh, in actually uh, being present in so many different uh, markets and really being able to not just, uh, you know, provide customers with a very convenient, reliable option to move around, but also create uh, a large amount of, of, of jobs in many other markets in many other countries. So I think that's, you know, this, this joint venture between the RTA and Karim is one of the fundamental reasons why HAL has been really successful so far. Okay, I understand. And so technically then, how does it work? So if you're sort of plugging between two entities, how do you kind of stand on your own two feet? What inventory do you have and 
what's your service and product? Yeah. So essentially, Hala is a um, is a knee hailing marketplace. Yeah, uh, it's a booking platform where customers can just come in and uh, being a, be able to uh, ma- be matched to the closest possible ride that's you know within uh, not just the closest geographical location, but also the, the ride that is actually. Uh, closest to them in terms of time. As you know, cars are always moving around. They're on different roads. There's traffic. There's a lot of different variables that go within the backend algorithms. And so essentially, uh, uh, you know, this platform would give customers and captains probably the best booking match, essentially, if you want to call it this way. Uh, and this is where uh, we're able to use Kareem's technology together with the entire fleet that we have on uh, on Dubai Taxi, we have all the uh, 12,000 cars that, that are in Dubai on the Hala platform, driven by 21,000 uh, uh, captains mm. uh, to provide you know, all of the, uh, the customers with the best uh, uh, possible service. Today, more than 60% of our um, rides are uh, you know, done within three and a half minutes of an ETA, meaning uh, the majority of customers will get a cab in less than three and a half minutes, which is absolutely amazing, uh, considering that you know Dubai is becoming a, a big city, it's growing. Uh, so we're able to get a car to every customer uh, within three and a half minutes at 60% of the times. And that's a major indicator that we were always focusing on. Um, we have been focusing obviously a lot on, on growing the service. We've seen massive demand. We see uh, that obviously um, large amount of users, different segments. We have to cater to all the different needs, which puts a lot of pressure on us in terms of ensuring that we provide the best level of reliability at all times. We've done a lot of work to make sure that we focus on improving and and continuously raise the bar in terms of the reliability. And we have essentially grown in terms of the online hours that captains spend on the platform. If you compare the first half of the year of 2023 versus the first half of 2022, we've grown by 83%. Explain that uh, the time they spend driving so with the customer. The amount of hours logged in by uh, the captains. Of course, captains is is what we call the the, the drivers of of the uh, of the cars. We call but them captains. Just to continue, so captains is what Kareem calls people, but you're also calling RTA taxi people captains. Absolutely, okay. and we do that so that we also you know encourage Same customers thing. to give them you know uh, you know to really uh, treat them with you know a better kind of uh, respect. Yeah, absolutely respect, and and uh, you know we call them captains because it also makes them feel like. And we'll talk about how we really focus on on captains as a big part of the service that we we uh, we have but um yeah we saw that the online hours that we have uh, grew by 83% because we put a lot of focus in ensuring the supply was there supply meaning the amount of cars and the captains that drive them uh, and that goes in line with the immense growth growth that we've seen on our customer and the demand side of the business so how do you look at growth in terms of uh, is it total trips booked because i'm i'm look i'm thinking of three areas right there's the person who has books a regular taxi Correct. there's a person who would use cream and then there's the person who uses the partnership the hala mm-hmm. uh you know is your audience from a new market or is your audience fr- from are the people using hala from people who might have previously used uh dubai taxi street hail yeah street hail yeah. or from a cream hail yeah it's a very important question you're asking here uh, I'm sure you've read uh, one of the main goals that the RTA is really uh, trying to achieve is to ensure that 80% of taxi trips in Dubai are actually happening on e Why? 
obviously there's an improvement in the level of service, there's a reduction in complaints, uh, and in, in, in addition to that, you're able to uh, really match a car with and uh, provide a level of, of, of service that's far more superior, uh, especially for tourists that are coming in into Dubai. You want to make sure that they're, they're getting the, the best possible experience. And e-hailing is the answer to that. Hence, the goal that the RTA is really trying to push for, which is 80% of total taxi trips should be happening uh, on e-hail. So our main focus is to make sure that we create a value proposition that is very uh, much focused on customers that are, you know, using street hail. We, we talk about how it's very easy to, how it's much more convenient for you to book a ride as opposed to actually sit on the side of the street. Sometimes it's hot, weather's not great, and you have to really try and, and find a taxi, which is not always a, a smooth experience. With Hala, you can book a, a taxi at the top of a button, make sure that, the, you know, the, the car is uh, arrives at, your destination, it's a much smoother experience, as well as getting in the car and, you know, payment is very easy, it's, it's a seamless sure. transaction. So all in all, I think um, the reason why there's a reduction in customer complaints on e-hailing is because of the convenience and, and reliability, as well as, you know, the entire user experience being much more smooth for, for customers. Yeah, as you said, from booking to payment and, you know, safety around, uh, you know, even knowing the data of the transports mm. as well, but from the customer base. So, so, so say in, in one year, there might be, um, I'm just going to throw a number out there, a million trips. And then, uh, before you started, the majority of the Dubai taxi were street hail. Uh, and, uh, what was that percentage? And then is that from this, as I kind of was wondering, is that from the same, say 1 million trips? From street hail, are you just trying to convert street hail to e hail, or potentially the people who were using Kareem or Uber, for example, or another mobility that they're coming over to Hala? Yeah, no, I think what we focus on is really um, getting uh, you know uh, street hailers to come onto e hailing because we obviously in line with RTA uh, direction. This is uh, one of the better ways for people to, to get around. Uh, and as you said, users, you know, we, we always look at, um, we always look at how can we actually grow the number of users uh, based on, you know, uh, purely from not just the residents and tourists, but also the street hailers that are already today existing street hailing. We've seen already that in H1 of this year, we've grown by 21% versus uh, uh, last year in terms of users. So clearly there's a, progressive year-on-year growth that we see for, for, for users coming onto Hala, uh, onto the platform and using our services. And uh, do they use also the RTA app or Hala app as well as Cream? So the, there is no Hala app or RTA app. The, the way to find uh, uh, Hala is to get onto the Kareem app yeah. and you will find the Hala tile. Uh, if you click on it, you'll be able to, to obviously find all the different uh, Hala, we call them CCTs, which is essentially just a technology term, but they're different car types. So we have a sedan, which is where the majority of our uh, customers opt in for. It's a, uh, but we also have Hala van. If you're trying to you know, get a ride to the airport, you need a bit more space and you're more than uh, you know, three passengers, then you can get into a, a Hala van. Sorry, more than four passengers you can get into a Halavan. And uh, we also have uh, Hala Kids, which essentially gives you the opportunity if you're traveling with a toddler or, or an infant, uh, uh, you, we, we have a service whereby you will be able to get a car seat in the back of a car and have your, uh, your child actually travel with you in, in, in complete safety. 
And uh, if some people, so in this part of the world, it was interesting, one of our team went to London over the summer and uh, she ordered a lot of black cabs because mm. she assumed that it's cheaper than an Uber. Yeah. And I said, well, that's the other way around. So uh, because Ubers traditionally were a little bit more expensive here, it was a luxury car, but it wasn't uh, as cheap. But now the perception is that the RTA, the regular taxi is cheaper than an Uber. Does that mean that the price point that Hala is, is cheaper than a regular Kareem? Absolutely. Today, uh, Hala provides the most affordable e-hailing taxi option in Dubai. Uh, so uh, obviously for customers that are looking for affordability, they would come, uh, come to Hala. However, that doesn't mean that we offer any compromise on quality, right? So we want to make sure that we always offer the same uh, level of reliability at all times. And that's where uh, that's been a, a massive focus for us. We take it very, very seriously. And we do understand that sometimes you have events, you have a lot of tourists coming in, demand is a bit stretched, but we're always, you know, the technology that we have, we're able to really uh, use that to provide the best level of reliability to, to, uh, to our customers. So uh, yes, we are the most affordable, but we don't uh, compromise on, on quality and reliability as well. Interesting. And what, you know, Uber is uh, the parent of Kareem. Does that mean that you're available on the Uber app as well, or is the technology different? Yeah. No, today we're just available on the, uh, on the Kareem uh, app uh, under the, the Hala tile. Uh, that's where you can go in and, and, and book your Hala. Okay, fair enough. And so from a branding and positioning point of view, would regular people know that uh, they're e-hailing an RTA cab? if they press Hala? Yeah, so I think we've done a lot of work to really establish Hala as a, as a brand. Uh, and now I think customers really understand, I'm gonna, you know, you hear a lot of customers come and say, I'm gonna book a Hala, uh, which means that we've done a pretty decent job to really just kind of tie in the e-hailing taxi with the uh, Hala brand. And I think, uh, you know, people, people when e-hailing started many, many years ago, people would say, I'll book an Uber. But you hear people in Dubai now and say, I'm going to book a Hala and actually that's music to my ears. It's great. It means we've done a, a fantastic job in really building a brand where people can, can relate and, and are happy using. And obviously, you know, customer happiness index is something that we always uh, really focus on. Uh, yeah. But customer is just one part of the story. The other part is the captains. Absolutely massive focus on captains uh, because we understand that if you focus on the captain, they're able to provide a, ma a, a much better service to um to your customers, uh, and they're the, the forefront every day, you know, uh, you know, delivering the service. Um, we've done a lot to really focus on captains, uh, starting with, uh, you know, early next last year, uh, we launched Hala Home. Essentially, it's a captain support center where uh, captains can just come in, get their uh, issues sorted out in a matter of minutes, as opposed to in the past, it was done remotely over digital channels would take a bit longer, but also have to have, have that face-to-face -face kind of discussion with our support team. I like that because so many things happen in a day-to-day -day environment and you can have the best tech in the world, but they're just, that, that's Hala Home sounds an amazing yeah. place where they can not, not sort out disputes, but just actually have a conversation about something that happened absolutely. and you get more real-time data. Oh, absolutely. You're able to really understand a lot from them. And in return, by listening to them, you're able to actually uh, get back and, and, and come up with things to really uh, improve improve their lives. For example, we launched uh, uh, we launched the Kareem Pay wallet for our captains, 
And essentially uh, this, uh, what we're able to do is uh, pay their bonuses and guarantees and tips directly to this wallet. It's on their mobile phone, on their app. And by having this money on their wallet, they're able to pay their bills instantly. They're able to transfer money to each other. They're able cool. to withdraw this money from an ATM and send the money back home at zero, uh, at very competitive exchange rates and at zero transfer fees. Uh, so we have approximately 17,000 captains that are actually using this right now. That's incredible. It's, it's gained a lot of success. Uh, and last but not least, and that's actually coming very soon, is uh, we're launching a, um, a captain loyalty program, which essentially uh, will provide captains with a lot of discounts in all their favorite places, whether it's food and entertainment or being able to trip uh, to send to uh, book a trip back home or being able to get you know discounts in some of the uh, retail stores where they usually go and visit. So that program hopefully will be launched soon. And uh, I think captains are really, really going to like it. So uh, that's amazing, yeah, especially because, you know, Kareem have done such a good job at, at you know, making that app, whatever the terms are nowadays, but making that app multi-product and multi-service. And, you know, whether it's a cream box or whether it's cream pay, that fintech element wasn't easy to do. And to hear it being used in this way is quite remarkable, really, yeah. especially, you know, from a from a global sort of uh, trend on how these products and services has evolved. Often in other markets, it's the captains are equivalent that aren't looked after and to hear that they're being treated in this way is just it's really impressive yeah absolutely i mean we see that for you to deliver uh, an outstanding level of service they are at the core of everything that we do uh, and you know we've also uh, you know do also spend some fun times with them so we have different events all throughout the years uh, we have a cricket league uh, that we uh, you know tournaments that we try and engage with as many captains as possible we have ramadan iftars and uh, uh, twice a year we also have these captain kind of galas for the best performers uh, we, 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 you know, have, uh, cinema days or movie nights. So there's different, uh, you know, we've run, I think more than 180 events over the last few years in different forms, just to try and as, as and engage with them as much as possible. And really also, uh, give them, uh, give, give us a chance to understand what is it that they, that we can do to, uh, improve, uh, and, and, imp you know, the way they, 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 they do their jobs every day and be able, being able to provide a better level of service. And before there wasn't tipping, right? You couldn't really, you weren't really encouraged to give cash to a taxi or maybe there was, but it wasn't fully regulated. Mm. Now you can do that digitally. And how does that work? Is I, I'm not too familiar, but cause I drive mostly or have a driver, but so when you tip on Hala, how does that work with the yeah. captain? So, uh, obviously when you end your trip, you'll, uh, as part of the, uh, the the flow or the booking flow, uh, you'll be prompted on the app to uh, to tip your uh, your captain. And there's just to make it easier for customers. There's some preset amounts, but there's also a custom amount. So if you feel like you really want to tip your captain, you can you can do that uh, depending on the level. And of co of course, there's also a star rating which you can yeah. uh, rate your captain. So um, we uh, I think that also has you know, been one of the things that we've been able to bring about, which is really uh, a, a very easy way for you to tip your your, your captain, uh, especially if you've been uh, delivered with a great experience. And that, so the tip would be for the Hala captain would get the same tip as say, if it was a Kareem captain, as in the, the system works the same way. System works the same way. So yeah. uh, it's the same flow at the end of the day and same technology that's being used, absolutely. And in terms of the percentage amount, is there transparency in what the captain receives? 
So uh, there is absolutely because the captain would know how much they're being tipped. Uh, they, they, you know, they uh, just like we have a customer app. There's also a captain app, and on the captain app, you know, they they would see how much their earnings are, but how much how much also what's their star rating and how much money they're actually being tipped. So uh, they would get that full transparency. And transparency is a very important mm. word you're talking about, Richard, because essentially, you know, you want to provide the best level of transparency in all the transactions and all the engagements that you have with your captains. And that's why on the captain app is, you know, we have this full digital experience, which really provides them with, with uh, all the details of all the time they spend uh, on Hella rides and how much money they're making and, and, and their tips and so on. So. And um, I was, could flippantly say, are people generous? But do you, because all, there's data now everywhere, do you see that with this technology that uh, the captains are being remunerated uh, more, more now? Absolutely, absolutely. Because the experience is just made easier for the customer, right? Uh, and you don't actually need to do it on the spot. You can you know, if you're in a hurry, you finish your ride and sure. you're off to a meeting or, or something, you can always, you know, uh, go back to your app and, and you know, uh, tip your captain. And as I said, it's, it can be any amount, right? So we give that customer the flexibility to really uh, do that. And, uh, you know, I think that's one of the things that we're, where we're able to actually come in and really give cap captains a, a different level of experience as well. Interesting. I want to talk a little bit more and get your views on the wider mobility, smart mobility trends and transport in the UAE. But just for you personally, Khaled, how did you get into, was your background transport or how did you become the CEO of Hala? Yeah, so um, my background actually was, I mean, I spent my first um, uh, 13 years uh, of my work experience in the telco sector. I was uh, working for different telco providers in the region and in Australia. Uh, and uh, I, you know, having spent a while in the telco sector doing uh, different, uh, you know, jobs, mostly, you know, looking after product marketing uh, and different uh, verticals, uh, you know, there was this big industry coming up, which was e-hailing and uh, the opportunity with Kareem came about. And if you remember, this was a time when, you know, uh, there was massive growth, everybody was talking about it. and. Uh, uh, it was prior to the uh, uh, you know Uber acquisition. Kareem was becoming the biggest uh, the uh, biggest unicorn in the region, and you know we all uh, wanted to join this amazing uh, organization that had a, a mission, which was really to simplify people's lives, but also to create an awesome organization that inspired. Uh, and I was very lucky to be part of uh, part of that uh, for five years. I managed different markets uh, at Kareem uh, in the GCC Levant area, but also in North Africa. And then this opportunity with Hala came around and uh, I decided that, uh, you know, I, st I was still, I'm still working with very closely with Karim, but also working closely with RTA, uh, but also really looking after uh, a great organization like Hala. So uh, essentially, uh, that's a, a brief uh, nutshell of, of my very work good. experience and how I got uh, to, to here, to, to here working with Hala. Amazing. So, yeah, so you did have this sort of soft entry, if that's a way of saying it, you were inducted into the digital space mm. through Kareem. So it wasn't like straight into e-hailing because I'm sure there's, it's a vast, complex world. Yes, absolutely. I mean, e-hailing was a, and is still a kind of a, a, an emerging industry that's coming up and changing a lot of uh, the way people move around. Uh, and it's because, uh, and it's become a, a massive um, uh, kind of uh, industry within the mobility industry itself. Uh, if you look at 
you know, the number of e-healing providers in, in all throughout the world, whether it's taxi e-healing or limo e-healing or other forms of e-healing, it's really uh, changed a lot, uh, changed a lot about how people are moving around, especially in the big cities. Looking at, for example, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, uh, for example, uh, they've, they've been ranked today uh, within the top, I think they came out, came in sixth position in the shared uh, mobility penetration index, meaning customers will use different forms of transport to get around. And we see that. We see that commuters today are uh, using, you know, different uh, forms of, of transportation to get to, to their work, whether it's the metro with e-hailing, whether it's just e-hailing or bus. And so it's becoming a bit more complex. And we see that e-hailing is one of the, 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 the ways that people kind of can plug in between all the existing different ways of transportation. And hence, you know, this is where we, we see that it's been a, a massive success. Uh, we are able to use the e-heading technology to solve a lot of problems. Essentially, we know where the peak times are, where the peak areas are, where consumers are, are going and so on. Uh, and, you know, technology is at the heart of everything that we do. We're able to use this technology to improve how customers are, are, are moving around by providing them with all these different uh, data points, such as, you know, uh, when is their uh, driver or ride is, uh, is going to be arrived, how long it will take them to get there, how, how, how much it will cost them. Uh, and also there's all the different features that they can share their rides or they have all the details about the car. That's all technology for the customer that we provide, but also for captains, right? Captains today, are able to really move around in a much faster way. They're able to get to the closest possible customer. Uh, um, and they're able to, you know, obviously use all these features that are disposal to have an easier experience when they're doing their jobs. Um, so technology is essentially how we're able to really improve a lot of and solve a lot of problems uh, that we see within the mobility industry. Um, and, uh, you know, last but not least, for example, for captains, we can provide them continuously with heat maps that tell them where the demand is, what areas, where they should be, where they shouldn't be, and so on. Interesting. Uh, so, so if there's a concert on, they know that they should get their car yeah, down there. So, so there's a lot that we do. Obviously, if it's a concert, we know ahead of time, there's a big, massive event. We're able to actually tell them, look, there's a lot of demand there. We'll send some, some push and comps, but they also have the stuff that operates according to the algorithm. They'll know, for example, that, you know, in certain areas, there's more demand during certain times and they're able to actually just use the app to, to move around. Um, if you remember also, we used uh, a lot of our technology during big events. Uh, in Dubai, uh, obviously, starting with Expo, we used our, our HDL, our high-density location uh, technology, which really allowed us to provide, uh, you know, taxis at all times to all uh, customers according to the demand. So we're able to see how many people are actually asking for demand within those events and provide the right amount of taxis at, the, at, the, mm. at that time. We've done the same with the world. But there was still a lot of demands around Expo. And the rest of the city then fell to the guests because there was so many, it was over 20 million visitors. It was massive. Uh, And honestly, I think today, uh, post-COVID, we had Expo, massive, massive uh, event that really, it was a big success for, for Dubai and for the UAE. And I think eventually... Today, what you see in Dubai, the uh, you know, uh, it's it's obviously uh, one of the places which has really done super well post post pandemic. Mm. Uh, business is booming. There's a lot of a lot of people coming in, choosing to buy Dubai to be their home, but also the the place where they want to do business and the place where they want to invest. So uh, it's great to see the amount of traffic that we have in Dubai. I think it's a great 
a blessing. It also puts a lot of pressure on us to make sure that we are providing the right level of, of reliability to the all demand, of the customers. And, and the, the demand is there, for, absolutely. Um, so in transport and smart mobility, there's so many global macro trends or mm-hmm. exciting futuristic stuff, whether it's, you know, obviously there's AI impact on this, but there's driverless cars, there's, uh, you know, uh, helicopter taxis or air taxis and things like this. Uh, how much of that do you do you think is realistic is it true do you look at elsewhere and then going back to the data point are you driven by are you and people who run these companies driven by sort of looking at the macro things are you more looking granularly at the data and the customer and and what you see on a day-to-day basis i guess uh, richard is a bit of both uh we definitely have to keep our eye out on the business on a day-to-day basis uh, you know, the transport sector is a very dynamic one. Things are always changing, and especially uh, in a growing city like like Dubai, uh, you really have to be able to forecast how how much are we going to grow, how much supply do we need, how we're we able to fulfill all of that, where, how. You always have to uh, kind of have a plan in place. But also in terms of the the the, the new technologies that are coming up, you mentioned autonomous driver uh, vehicles. You know, there was uh, some trials going on in Dubai uh, earlier this year. And I think that's just a technology that's, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's, you know, coming soon. You hear of uh, two companies actually doing that in San Francisco today. Uh, I think it's Cruise and Waymo. Uh, and it's, it's becoming a reality. So Someone uh, told me, I, I, my brothers live in San Francisco, but someone told me the other day that they're everywhere now over there. Yes. Is that exaggeration or... No, I think it's it's happening, and you know San Francisco is one of these uh, tech hubs where you you'll see a lot of these uh, new innovations uh, starting out, and uh, it's 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 coming. Uh, it's it's a reality. You know, who would have thought that a few years ago you'd have you could e-hail a, a, a taxi from anywhere and have it, you know, in front of you within a few minutes. So I think it's coming. Uh, we obviously. Uh, uh, you know, will be there when, uh, when it, it, that comes into the industry. Uh, and then also you have not just that, you'll see a transition from the petrol cars and the hybrid cars. Today, more than 86% of the cars that we have are hybrid cars. But, you know, uh, the RTA has also introduced some electric cars earlier this year. And that's also a technology which, you know, eventually will replace, uh, as it matures, will replace what we have today. And uh, Dubai has some pretty ambitious and usually always meets these things uh, KPIs and goals around electric vehicles on the roads, and that obviously affects. You know, if you've got twelve thousand cars, then that if that we will see a lot more fully uh, e cars, electric vehicles. Absolutely, uh, you know, you see that technology is 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 maturing. Uh, the 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 range, the battery range is is, is you know it's just getting better all the time. Uh, and you you have so many different suppliers that are getting into the game right now. So it's just a matter of time before this technology really becomes uh, mature uh, and and becomes, uh, you know, you, you start seeing more and more of these cars on the road today. Uh, and I think it's great. I think it's absolutely fantastic that uh, you see so much uh, greener alternatives that are being Definitely. available to, to everyone. Definitely. Hypothetically, and not to play devil's advocate, but we talked a lot about the benefit of captains and what Hala is doing. But imagine... Imagine there's a future where there's no drivers. So what would happen then? You'd, you'd order a Hala and it would be an automated, you know, the driverless car, but then the, the captains wouldn't have a vocation. Well, I think you'll always be, uh, there's always be a need for uh, humans. The humans. Absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, where 
this technology will come in and it will complement a lot of what we have today. I don't think, uh, you know, uh, it will replace uh, as, as of so much. However, I think, you know, sometimes if you look at... Um, there are certain needs or certain requirements. For example, the longer distance trips, you'll always be having humans actually doing this, but also um, certain trips, the smaller ones or, you know, uh, that happen within certain locales could be replaced. And I think this technology will complement what, 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 you know, drivers today will have and, and could actually work hand in hand, right? You could have a driver wanting to take a break and actually have this technology take over for an hour or two. Mm, so I think it will, uh, it will really complement in many ways. Yeah. I didn't mean to ask you a pressing sort of AI computers versus humans question, but it, because I, I fundamentally believe that, you know, there will, there will always be humans. And especially with what we do, your, our industry is the buzzword now with generative AI and content, but we always think that that human decision is needed. Yeah. But so, just interestingly, you know, obviously Kareem have done an amazing job with technology, but also their expansion in the region. Mm. And RTA is, you know, it's the Road Transport Authority of Dubai mm -hmm. in the UAE. And you're a JV. What, what does that do for your expansion? Can you have Hala in other markets where Kareem is? Uh, it's a good question. Yes, I think uh, essentially today we are in Ras Al Khaimah, you know, uh, and we provide uh, the e-hailing taxi option in Ras Al Khaimah. Uh, which means that, you know, if, if, uh, we, we can replicate the same level of success that we've, uh, we've had in Dubai so far. And, and today also we're seeing that Ras Al Khaimah is picking up and, and, and actually growing in terms of the number of trips mm -hmm. and number of customers that are using us. So, uh, would that be, uh, would that still be with RTA or would that be with the Emirate there? So it will still be, uh, Hala would still be working with the Emirate there to offer the services, such as we're working obviously today with Rakta, uh, the development authority there, to offer the service. And that would allow us really to, uh, again, have the key learnings that we have in Dubai and take them and improve on them and, and you know, just make it a success uh, everywhere else, but also work with the partners that we have in the different uh, Emirates or in different cities that we're in to understand what are their needs and be able to offer them a, a service that is very much uh, tailored to to their requirements. So, so in other words, RTA is sort of like the parent company that has a JV, but doesn't mind if Hala sort of expands beyond what they yeah, would. Absolutely, I mean Hala is really focused around uh, offering a an e-hailing taxi option with which really provides customers with a reliable and affordable option whatever they are and that's where the mission of hala is mm. uh, we want to make sure that we're always offering reliability affordability and convenience these are the three things that are we're always uh, kind of focused on uh, in in whatever you know city we're operating and, and do you think it's a it's a blueprint that could work to do the things that you said that hala was very successful at in terms of uh, time, efficiency, speed, customer service, and other to other taxi owners, operators in the region? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, we've learned a lot, but every region is very different. Every customer's, uh, uh, every market is different. But uh, I think we've really uh, learned a lot about what are the success factors for Hala uh, based on what we've done. And today, I think, uh, you know, uh, if you've been successful at something, at something, you've obviously gone through stages where you've had challenges, overcome them, and found solutions to them. So it's been a massive learning experience, a massive journey, uh, and definitely there's been a lot of learnings we can uh, take on board on how to uh, offer a fantastic, reliable e-hailing service. 
And so going back to sort of the Halle makeup, we, we joked outside about the offices and the towers and the, the comedians and that. But so to get in mind, where, where is Halle based and what sort of what team works on Halle? Yeah. What skills do you have? So today we have actually a, 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 an office in Media City. Uh, we are 28 people in Media City. Hmm. Uh, so it's a pretty small team. Uh, and we have the usual marketing operations teams, but also legal finance. Uh, business intelligence, as I said, data is, is massive. We always look at data as, as a key uh, area in, in how we make all of our business decisions. But we also have a captain uh, support center, Halahom, which I uh, talked about, uh, situated in Alcoz. And obviously, being Alcoz, we're, it's, a, it's a location where we chose as a very central city, a central location within uh, Dubai, where captains can come in from, from you know, all sides of Dubai. But also, um, a lot of the uh, the, the, our partners, the franchise companies that own the cars, are situated within within around these areas. So I think we picked Alcoz. We said this will be a good location for uh, Hala Home. Uh, these are the two locations that we have locations that we have today within within Dubai. Yes, and interesting. And is there coming to the end? But is the, what's the roadmap for Hala? You know, in terms of where where you're taking the business over the next yeah. few years. I think. Uh, first and foremost, and I think that's something we'll, which we will always focus on, mm. is how do we continue offering a reliable service uh, and a convenient service while remaining obviously affordable. So these three things, super important, we'll always be focusing on in Dubai. Uh, and obviously with the growth of Dubai that you see, we need to keep up with that growth and make sure that we uh, provide that level of service always. We talk a little bit about our expansion. We have Rasa Khema, it's doing very well. I think there's a lot for us to, to be doing there. And of course, uh, we talked a little bit about the uh, technologies coming forward. Uh, we'll always be following whatever the RTA kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, decides should be the, the direction for Dubai. So we have a mission which is really to be part of the mobility sector in Dubai and to serve the residents and the tourists and Hala will continue uh, doing that. Okay, this is a business show, so I do want to sort of dig a little deeper. But, you know, of course, the RTA is a semi-state. It's a, it's a transport authority and Kareem is linked to a global listed company on the NASDAQ, uh, Uber. And so how, how does this work? Like we've seen in the history a lot in, in the last few years, a wave of IPOs. We've seen other companies associated with RTA go public, such as Salek. Like, is there anything there? I'm sure you won't share it, but is there anything there that, you're going to lean one towards the other. How does that look like? I think today, uh, look, there isn't uh, really a specific direction for, for Hala. I think, uh, you know, this is uh, right now, I think, uh, you know, we, we're really focusing on ensuring that we are growing the business, uh, continuing to offer customers with the best form of, of, of reliability and convenience, continuing to focus on our captains, uh, elevating that level of experience uh, and always being uh, up there and, and raising the bar, very important for us. Uh, so, uh, and then, you know, uh, hopefully uh, also expanding that success stories, uh, success story for Hala in, in other locations. So this is where the main focus of, of Hala is on right now. I think uh, we've proven that this model has been a, a great success and we 
we'll continue uh, working within uh, that direction to make sure it happens. Definitely. And it's relatively new. And you, as you said, you've proven the product. So the pressing challenges are probably to deal with all the emerging technologies and all the traffic on the street at Absolutely. the moment. Absolutely. There's just so much to, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, things are moving fast. There's AI that came in as a, as, a, as a big emerging technology at the beginning of the year. Definitely. And who knows, right, where technology could take us and how we will have to adjust this uh, for this in the in the coming uh, coming periods. And and so so lastly, uh, th- what's your view? On, are you optimistic about Dubai and the region? Are, do you think we're in a great city? And and your outlook for the future for the next decade or so? Yeah, absolutely, I think uh, as I, we talked about how Dubai emerged post pandemic, uh, you know, rebounded super strongly, and you see that today. You just have to just be in Dubai to witness a. Uh, a place which is now super busy, it's buzzing, uh, a lot of people coming in to Dubai to not just live, but also do business and uh, set up business. So uh, super optimistic. I think there's a lot of uh, ambitious plans uh, for Dubai. Dubai has become, you know, essentially one of the uh, big business hubs uh, worldwide. uh, And uh, I think there's a lot more coming. Brilliant. Pleasure talking to you this morning. Khala, thanks. It's great to learn a little bit more about Hala and we'll follow your journey in the future. Thank you so much, Richard. It's a pleasure being here. Thank, Thank you. you for having me. Thanks a lot. Thanks. That was super interesting to hear all about Hala. Uh, Khaled has a lot on his plate and uh, there's a lot of trends happening in mobile and smart mobility and it's really successful what Hala has done. Uh, cool to know. I do think that either the RTA or Hala, one of them will go public one day. So we'll be able to follow the story even more publicly in the future, but that's just uh, a projection. A Dubai Works Business Podcast prediction. Uh, thanks again to Ali Baba and Shahir who produced the podcast. Uh, this goes out streaming on smashy.tv uh, on the website, on mobile apps, and also on smart TV devices. On that, smart smashy.tv you will also find the home of uae sports with futsal basketball volleyball and handball and the season has started there's 10 to 15 games a week and you can get 30 percent discount for a season pass up until the next couple of weeks still available there so do check it out uh we have commentary there's highlights uh there's all the goals all the action from the local uh federations and uae leagues uh this also goes out on a smashy business instagram account and of course the podcast if you're listening uh please do comment subscribe and share on apple angami or spotify and of course we are part of uh smashy business production it's also part of augustus media which publishes love in dubai and other shows and you'll be able to check out articles about this podcast and love in dubai as well we'll be back next week as always on friday with another episode chat to you then